This episode of It's That Episode is sponsored by Audible.com, the leading provider of audiobooks, audio of all sorts for any device that you could even imagine. If you are a fan of It's That Episode, you can get a free book and a 30-day trial on me by going to audiblepodcast.com backslash Craig Rowan, C-R-A-I-G-R-O-W-I-N. And uh, this week I'm watching with Lauren Lapkus. We are watching The Babysitter's Club. I looked it up. Unfortunately, you can't get The Babysitter's Club on Audible. But we also talk about The Boxcar Children. And you can get The Boxcar Children Collection, The Boxcar Children, Book 1, Surprise Island, Book 2, The Yellow House Mystery, and Book 3, which I don't know what the name of it is. So that's it's a mystery on its own. Ooh. Uh, or you can get any other book, any adult book that you want. There are a lot on there, over 100 million thousand books. Um, so do that by going to audiblepodcast.com backslash Craig Rowan and, and get a book on me free 30 days. All right, you know what? Enough of this. Let's get to the show. Well, it's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite uh, a guest over my apartment. We watch any TV show they want. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. This is one in a series of episodes where I'm not at my apartment. We're at somebody else's. But I'm very happy to have on the podcast from Orange is the New, New Black and a mainstay at the UCB Theater is Lauren Lapkus. Welcome. Hi. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm uh, interested to see the show that you chose uh, I've never seen it, but I know it's ever present as in, a, in your childhood. Yes, for sure. Um, so what show did you choose? This is the Babysitter's Club TV show. Right. Um, it's the best and worst TV show of all time. Awesome. <laughs> Maybe. Um, it's really bad. I read all the books growing up. So when And this show, um, I don't know what channel it was originally on, but... We didn't have cable, so I would rent it at Blockbuster. Whoa, yeah. Yeah, so I would get, like, a new one would come out every once in a while, and get really excited, and there'd be, like, two episodes on one tape, and then I would watch that and be thrilled, and that was that. Yeah, I think I think it was originally a Disney thing, but they released it on, like, HBO and a bunch of yeah. places like that, so, and I know because I looked up on Wikipedia. Yeah. well, because you know everything about the show. I know every single character, and I'm excited <laughs> to get into it. But I do remember those shows were really, I mean, the books were really big because... That was the time, I assume a similar age, where it was like um, scholastic book clubs yes. and, and the book fairs and everything. That was the best. Didn't yeah. you love that? I love the book fair. Oh, it was so fun. You get to leave class for a little bit and go get books. Or like those little like papers they would give you and you can like circle all the ones you want. Yes. That was yeah. Fun. And then wasn't it, was this separate, but I feel like you'd, no, maybe that was something else, but you'd win like wrapping paper. You'd like, yeah, when you sell wrapping, you sell paper, wrapping paper and then you get like prizes at the end. I remember that. And the, and the book, um, what was it? The pizza hut thing book. Oh, if you read a certain amount of books or yeah, something, you get a personal pan pizza, man, they really knew how to, was, but that was great to hook you when you're a kid. On, I love that on pizza hut. So, um, <laughs> I think uh, my books that I got at, those sports are the, the sports, those books, uh, the book fairs were sports related. Like, oh, um, yeah. there's, a, this is like the girls version. The boys version was like 
I want to say like Michael Christopher was the name of the, yeah. author, the author and it would be like the boy with the submarine pitch. Totally. Um, <laughs> so were you, when you were reading this, were you in the world of babysitting or were you just excited about the idea of babysitting? I was excited about the idea. I was in elementary school reading all these books and that just seemed really cool to one day like, be a babysitter. Right. I don't know why that's the coolest. <laughs> and then I started babysitting in like sixth grade. And when I think about that now, I think that's the youngest thing ever. I was to like 12 or 13 or yeah, something. Yeah, that's like, really young. I didn't even like know how to like answer the door for a stranger. You know, it was just like you wouldn't be able to do anything if someone actually came to this house. Like, I wouldn't be able to protect anyone. Yeah, somebody could steal a baby from you. Easily or knock <laughs> me down. But like I had like a one family I was babysitting at the time was three kids. And there was like there were I mean, they were six, four and like a baby. I mean, that was like, I was 13. Like, you're not that much older. And on this show, they're basically that same age. So, right. But I don't think people really do that anymore. Like, I don't think people hire a 13 year old to babysit their kid anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, maybe if you're like in a really small town, but yeah. now there's so many people lurking in the shadows. Yeah, it's creepy. And terrorists that and, I don't yeah, think. They want, they want children. Yeah, I feel like that you're probably like. But would you hire, I mean, I don't have a kid. I don't even know how to deal with kids, but like, yeah, would you hire like a 16, 17 year old? I feel like that. I would hire them. I think I'd be more comfortable with that because they can drive and they can do their own thing. Like I had to get a ride from the dad that I babysat for. Like they'd right. drive me home with like my clarinet case. What would you actually do with the kids when <laughs> We'd you were... like play. I'd probably like enjoy it way too much. <laughs> and then like <laughs> I'd put them to bed. And like, I remember one time the little baby got like really bad diarrhea. <laughs> all over the place and like i had to deal with that which is crazy yeah that's, cr- that's i mean like as an, a, an adult male i don't know how like, I what am i doing and like yeah i was a kid i just leave yeah. I just, like, it'll is, solve itself this is it'll be fine <laughs> i just can't i don't know how to wipe the- i was once <laughs> a camp counselor for um f- like it was i wanted to be a camp counselor for like fourth and fifth graders because I had like dealt with them before, like that age before, but they stuck me with kids entering kindergarten. Oh, that's really hard. And I was asked to look after uh, one of the kids, uh, like another per- girls' group of kids, because they're changing for the pool. And I oh. went to check in the kid on the ba- in the bathroom, and he was on all fours, just shitting at it. And like, what? he was on all fours, naked, just shitting. Why? Uh, what did he think? I, he didn't know what was happening. I don't know. It was so what? weird. He's new to the toilet. He's new to the toilet. I mean, that's before <laughs> kindergarten. Yeah, so, that's you know, crazy. You're not. Yet, like, you're, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. I used to take off all my clothes to go to the bathroom in preschool. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that's what it was. And so I, like, I was, like, I, to- I told him, like, clean it up, you know? like, And he, like, I thought a four-year-old would know how to clean it up, and he didn't. No, he ma'am. just smeared it around. No, they don't know what's going on. They that's, don't know how to wipe themselves. So, yeah, kids should not be in charge of other kids. No, I agree. Um, so we're going to watch an episode. The one you picked, what was it called again? Uh, Jesse and the mystery of the stolen secrets. Okay. And I have recently revisited this series and this is one I haven't gotten to yet. So I I didn't watch one that I'm not picking one that I've already seen recently. Okay, great. So I haven't seen this in years, so I'm really excited. So you just recently started watching it when it got on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. And how does it hold up? Um, it I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see from someone who's never seen it. Cause I'm, I immediately remember the storylines like right away and get excited, but I don't know if you've never seen it that you'll, I think it holds up in any regard. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be good. I mean, I assume <laughs> it won't be a classic. No, but and there aren't that many episodes. They made 13 and then it was done. And yeah. Then, so even I guess then they weren't that. They I weren't mean, that's sold. surprising though. Isn't that a little, I know. Cause I feel like this is a good market. Like I would watch this now. Well, I looked up, I looked up, uh, online, the books, they were from like 80, I don't know, mid eighties to like 2000. Oh yeah. And there are so many, I mean, it's, just it's hundreds. like the, where did you also remember the box? 
boxcar children? Yes. That I liked was those one. too. And I tried to write my own version of like Babysitter's Club. I stole like all their names, but I would do like new stories. Like it wasn't like Babysitter's, but it's they like were just fan like teen. It kind of is like fan fiction. It's like Fifty Shades of Grey. Totally. You're, you're <laughs> I mean, it was all sexual. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it got weird. <laughs> it got really weird. The true babies. For sure. Um, yeah, there was that. The Boxcar Children. Do you remember any other like um, series? Well, there were like, I mean, I didn't read the Nancy Drew, I guess, like before our time, yeah. and, like Hardy Boys and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't know. Was there any boy equivalent? I guess like Boxcar Children kind of was for boys and I, girls. I see. I don't, it wasn't enough about boys because i only remember maybe reading one because i yeah. had to yeah but the, i think the baseball ones were cool like the the, the kid from tompkinsville do you know oh, the I don't name know of that, that. Oh, all right oh, Tom- oh what about encyclopedia brown yes That's kind of a boy and thing. and um what was the guy? Cam uh, Cam Jansen. Cam Jansen. With the photographic memory. Yeah, we got a, it. No, that's great. That was great. And did you also read, um, do you remember Sherlock Bones? Oh, no. It was uh, Sherlock Holmes-like stories, but dogs. Oh, I was going to say all spooky. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would make mar- that would make sense, too. Uh, did you read Goosebumps when you were growing I up? I did That's read... boys. That's I mean, boys. And girls like that, too. But... but I got a little scared. Yeah, I I'm, thought it was too scary, I'm not going to lie. I... What about those scary stories to tell in the dark? That creeped me out. Terrifying. I feel I feel like that's one of those books where I hadn't seen the cover of it forever, and then I looked it up on Amazon just to see that it still exists. And you're like, "Oh my god!" That creepy head for some reason I can picture. Maybe that was one of them. Yeah, I, I think know, it but... was a face or yeah. something. Yeah. And the creepiest story. This was like a children's book of scary stories. So I guess you'd probably read it around Halloween. And one of them was this girl who had the um, who had like a what would you call the, that? what the ribbon around her neck? Yeah, or ribbon something? around her. And neck. then they pull it off in her head. And at the end, but she lived to be like an old woman. And oh like, yeah. Like, why did you always have... And right when she's, like, in bed as an old woman, they, like, take it off and her head falls off. Wait, wasn't there this story? And I don't know if this was that same thing, but it was also a woman whose head was removable. (laughs) But she didn't die at the end. It was, like, a picture book. And she took her head off to brush her own hair. And, like, they saw in the room that she was, like, holding her head in her lap and brushing her hair. What a creep. Chills. (laughs) I have chills. I'm I'm really scared right now. (laughs) should make sure all the lights are on while we watch this. Um, So we're going to watch Babysitter's Club. Anything you're looking forward to that from your recent viewings of the show or anything that you're uh, interested to see? Excited? I'm excited for two things. I'm excited for you to get introduced to these characters. Right. And I'm excited for, um, hopefully, we'll see a a little view of, um, what's his name? Pete and Pete the younger pete danny Ooh, tamborelli right. is on this as a child and that's enjoyable and i brought it up to him when he did ask cat recently and he was like not happy that i mentioned Whoa. it <laughs> was he, he was like, like that's the worst thing i ever did why are you talking about that <laughs> he was being funny but but was it specifically that show or in general his child i don't i don't know i i mentioned babysitters club and he was like yeah Ooh, i was like anyways but you know what you gotta do what you gotta Dude, do. These things live on forever, and that's probably etched into some, like a bunch of people, girls uh, in our generation's minds. So yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, it's great. Um, let's check it out. Yay! Tell us Come on, coffin. I've got to. Don, who is it? The suspense yeah. is killing me. Our spy, but he's yeah. not really a spy. Is Matt Braddock? Matt. Matt? Matt read the Babysitter's Club notebook? Nope. He heard Jesse on the phone with Mrs. Masters. He didn't know that Derek being in town was a secret. So he told his uncle. Who just happens to be a reporter for the newspaper. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. Matt heard? Actually, he saw me talking on the phone. Matt's learning to lip read. Oh, wow. That's great. Lip reading is helpful for Matt when he's in places or around people who don't know how to sign very well. I guess that means we won't have to learn any more signs. And I 
was just getting the hang of it. <laughs> <laughs> Lip reading is extremely difficult, and it's only helpful in certain situations. But signing is still the best way for us to communicate to him and the only way for him to communicate with us. All right. Yay. Babysitter's Club. How do you feel? I mean, <laughs> wow, that was something else. I mean, it's sort of what I expected. Yeah. But it was some of the characters or just the way that they portrayed it was so brutal. Like, it's terrible. It's it really bad. You know what? I felt worse watching it with you than I do when <laughs> I watch it alone. When you're not just like <laughs> yeah. doing it by yourself. Exactly. Um, so why don't we, let's give like a basic overview of the episode. So if a listener hasn't watched it, which they <laughs> most certainly have not, they know the gist of it. Okay. So this episode... Um, basically the babysitters realize that someone is spreading the secret information that they keep in the babysitters club notebook and they, it's ruining people's lives. Right. Like for instance, uh, one of the girls, I don't know, Christine or something. Christy, Christy, the, the girl who had a crush on a boy. Oh, Charlotte, the little girl, Charlotte, the little girl had a crush on a boy and it was secret information and somehow word got out. Yeah, and, and people uh, started teasing her, and she was really mortified. And the, the Babysitter's Club were like, somebody's read our secret notebook, which we keep all of our information <laughs> about all of the kids that we babysit. Yeah, so that in case someone else babysits them, they have that information, but which is really like, unnecessary and stupid. It would make sense if it was like, you know, Charlotte has a food allergy, yeah. or Charlotte, you know, doesn't like being left alone in a room. Yeah, Because she goes on a rampage. having but, a crush on another kid so, is... We got to put the crush in, into the notebook. <laughs> so then the other news that got out was that um, Derek Masters mm. was coming to town. And he's a kid who's really famous, who is from Stony Brook, but he now lives in Hollywood. Right. And so that was top secret information because Jesse was asked to babysit him. But then it got out and there was a ton of press at his door trying to get his picture. The news just showed up. I, I think Danny Master, Derek Masters is a really good TV show name yeah. of somebody who's a star. Totally. Like it sounds... Derek Masters. Ooh. Yeah. Like in uh, Save the Bell was like Johnny Dakota. Yes. Like they just great. have that nice little rings it's, to it where it's like, that's a Hollywood. Yeah, it sounds famous. Yeah, it sounds like just fake enough. But even though all the names are in this show are, are I guess, pretty fake. I don't know. Charlotte yeah. just sounds like a girl in a story. Yeah, totally. Um, now, uh, and, oh, and so the other big part is that <laughs> one of the girls, I forget what, what her name is. Jesse. Jesse is looking after... Um, a deaf kid a deaf boy which yeah. and his name was matt matt and she has a ma- like a masterful she knows sign language she's a pro yeah she could pretty much sign any conversation that came up between them and she understood everything he said to her which is impressive because when we're talking about child actors which uh, you were saying while we we're watching that like nobody's ever been in it i mean i'm sure some of them were in like you know law and order svus here oh yeah no no one pretty much only one of them ever did anything ever again like this was like the only thing a lot of them ever acted in period so it makes sense that they're all pretty terrible but she learned sign pretty successfully. I mean, yeah. a lot of lines in sign language. So it was impressive. And yeah. she was pretty fluid. But the the scenes with her and uh, the deaf boy were so <laughs> boring because they it was just watching people sign. It was like, like silent. And then she would basically repeat whatever he said in the form of like a question. Like, oh, you want me to do your homework? Okay, well. And like, it was just the most boring thing ever. It was just really, that was that was the, the worst part. It was painful. And it falls and it all... 
is because of a deaf boy. So we yeah. have to blame. We're blaming a deaf. Boy. Yeah, and he was reading lips, and that's how he, all the secrets are getting out. So yeah, he Spoiler they basically blame the whole thing on a deaf kid. Yeah, and that's the end. And <laughs> that was the end of the episode. Is oh, it was the deaf kid, and then they were like, but the great news is he's <laughs> learning how to read lips, and all the girls are like, yeah, that's so great. Like they were just so happy for him. But they were also happy because then they were like, well, now that he can read lips, we don't need a sign anymore. Yeah, they're like we could stop learning. <laughs> And then Jesse gave the PSA of the episode, which was, even though deaf people can read lips, signing with them is the best way to communicate. And it's still very important that we all learn it. So, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's hard. It's sort of like interesting watching because this is a very specific type of show, but they all have a lot of them have like messages. Yeah. But that's a pretty deep cut message. It was. It was like, we don't really need to deal with that right now. Like, I don't know. How often does anyone need to encounter that situation? Like, yeah. you need to keep learning sign because even <laughs> if your friend can lip read, it's like very specific. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would be like uh, the the sign language thing in general is very specific. Then, yeah. like, breaking it down even further. <laughs> very, very weird. It's feel, crazy. Um, I feel like the only other show that I can recall that had a deaf child in it was uh, was Voyage of the Mimi. Mm, I was, never saw that. Uh, that was like an educational video for kids um, with Ben Affleck. Oh, when he was a, a kid? funny and uh it's worth watching yeah. um, no that's not true imagine if i was like really you have to like i know this wasn't great it. but you have to see voyage of the mimi um this episode also so like a big thing was that they like hang out to, they have like meetings together so they have club meetings this is all in the book and the books this was a this is a very accurate portrayal of the books like this show they get every character looks exactly right really like, to what they were described as that's what i love about it so much because when you are an avid reader of these books and then you like when you watch a show that's based on a book and it's like this isn't really the same this is exactly the same as the books and basically the way they talk is the same all the relationships like every detail down to the way they look exactly so it's really good but um Oh, I lost a train of thought. <laughs> so there's that. So I love it because it's really accurate. Um, I feel like maybe that's because most of the time, like the, this show, I assume, I mean, there's not that much info online, but like I assume it wasn't successful because there's only 13 episodes. Yeah, they were in and out. So maybe it's because it didn't challenge the viewer to be like, because it was so similar to the book. It's like, why don't I just read it? It's that true. Book? And there are many more stories in the book. Yeah. Now, do you think that this story was a specific one from a book? I'm Did- not sure if it was. I feel like they probably weren't creative enough to take all, to make all new stories like they right. probably just redid some of the books and since anna martin signed off on this show i'm assuming that she gave that's the, to the writer and creator, mm-hmm. of course and m martin <laughs> i don't know where she else what else she's done but she's done enough with i it. think she's done enough she, I think, <laughs> i'm pretty sure she should stop she's amazing um you were saying when we were watching that like you were jealous of the notebook that they had yeah like i think they were talking about how like all like they their theory was that all the kids were trying to read the notebook and i fully understand that like i think as a kid that would have been like the most amazing thing to find like the babysitter's notebook about you and your friends yeah. like that would be amazing yeah oh and what i was gonna say is that they had these meetings in the book they had these meetings it was five thirty on the dot they started and they did that on the episode they would start and every like tuesday and thursday or something they would meet and then they would take phone calls during that time right. and that's the only time you can call them if they put up a sign or like or the word of mouth that they're going to babysit like you can only call them at five like between five thirty and 6 on these days to get your appointment and then they'll take the call and they'll hang up discuss it amongst themselves and then call you back with who's going to babysit 
Um, and the other thing is that they're all extremely eager to babysit. It's all they right. care about. And they don't ever talk about anything that actual like eighth or ninth graders might actually care about. Like they only talk about the little kids and what's going on with them. Yeah. So, there's no like, because their whole thing is it's a very gossipy in that yeah. episode, but it's about younger children. It's like nine year olds. Like, Where if do you you're care? in like, they're supposed to be like, what, how old are they? They're supposed to be like eighth or ninth grade. So like at that point, that's like full on boy time. Yeah. I feel, right. Like, yeah. it's like, uh, only one of them has a boyfriend. And it's the lamest one of all, Marianne, who is like, who's really like weak-willed and very like scared. And she has a boyfriend. He's a dork, and they do cover that on the show. But they all don't talk about any of that stuff. But I think maybe that's why I liked it when I was a kid, also, and why I liked the books is because you feel like your babysitter only cares about you. Like when you're a right. little kid, that's kind of what you think. And they make it seem that way. They're like, then when they go home, they talk about you and they talk about what's going on with you. Right. That's all they're really concerned about. They love you very much. <laughs> yeah, because this is definitely popular for like probably third, fourth, fifth graders. Yeah. So this is like, I'm the center of the universe. Yeah. But in reality, those kids are probably smoking weed and of like course. drinking. They're and just trying to get money to buy more weed. Yeah, exactly. That's what babysitters <laughs> that's why do. You babysit. Um, yeah, that's so funny. Now, when you were babysitting yourself, what? How long did your career last? Uh, a million years. I babysat starting in sixth grade, and and then, I mean, I and then all the way through high school. I did it a bunch in college, and then that was my job after college Whoa. until I got enough like acting work to not do it. Wow. Anymore. So, so yeah, that's so you're a good babysitter. I'm a I'm a real good babysitter. Now, what's like a secret of the trade that I should know? Um, being fun, being lighthearted, but also being able to put your foot down. Now, so you have to you, walk that fine line. Did you specialize in an age or was it all um, I the... love five-year-olds. That's the best age to babysit. So that's that's kindergarten. Yeah, they're the best because they're really fun, but they really still listen to you. And they're really silly, so you can have a lot of fun with them, but then they'll, they'll stop doing whatever you want them to stop doing or whatever. Wow. Yeah. They're so malleable. They are. Age. And they're really, really like, they have personalities too. Wait, since you started babysitting in sixth grade, did you, like, do you, have you been in touch with anybody that you babysitted? Yes. Um, one of the people from that story earlier about the three kids that I babysat for, one of them tweeted at me like a year or two ago and she's in comedy now and she's like, she's like 18. It's wow. really funny. And, um... She's like awesome, and so we like reconnected, and it seems like they're all doing great. So it was really fun. That's it. and then besides that, um, there was a girl I babysat when I lived in New York who was five when I babysat her, and now she's like nine or ten. And I visited her when I went back recently, oh, and cool. like I went to a holiday party at their house. That's, that's, nice. that's yeah. Nice. So I maintain a relationship with some of them, and like Facebook helps with that. Like I see a lot of the kids I used to sit for through their parents' Facebook right. pages. My yeah. my wife said she she used to she was a summer camp counselor and I guess a bunch of the girls that she was counselors for uh, counselor for friend her on Facebook but they're all like slutty oh funny <laughs> it's, like, it's like yeah it's weird gross. when they grow up yeah like, I know it's strange like Long Island style oh like, crazy uh, yeah just... it's really weird to watch like a kid become an adult because now we're getting to that age where like you actually knew children who are old enough now I mean right. you know our whole lives that was not a thing so it wasn't possible but like, <laughs> because we're old enough now like you can see a kid grow up and that's bizarre like yeah. seeing them become an adult or like just older and go through like puberty and all that shit it's so weird it's like you don't want them to change they get big teeth you know uh, all the stuff is new it's crazy they're all ugly they're all weird once because once you hit her age everybody's just ugly yeah it's no good like yeah. if you're cute in middle school you're fucked yeah that's bad you need to be like awkward and you ugly. have to and be then, weird then you normal you get normal yeah you grow it, into yourself it can't get any worse but 
Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's problematic. Yeah, I uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> kids are weird. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing I want to say about the show is that it has an amazing theme song, and you probably can find it on YouTube if you're listening and you want to hear what it is. I'll even work it into the show. Oh, great! I'll put oh, it on I at feel the really happy so, about that, so people will get into it. They've already heard it, actually. Oh, fact, good, now. great! You guys loved it, right? Yeah. Didn't you guys <laughs> like it? Yeah. No. Uh, th- this. Yeah, I was saying when we were watching it, like the theme song was. Like, it didn't feel catchy. Like, it was like... Or, you know, it wasn't recognizable to me. I don't know how... I didn't even really realize this was a show until you suggested it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, I would guess that most guys don't know this show, but most of my friends do know this show. Girlfriends know this show. And they care about it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I watched it with a friend of mine who we had never talked about it before. And, like, we both realized it was on Netflix and we were hanging out. We watched, like, a few episodes and we loved it. But... It was great. And you got back into the childhood groove of things. Mm-hmm. Oh, and another thing I wanted to say, because I was going to pick Saved by the Bell, but I noticed that people had done it before. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I want to do something different. But I was watched, so I watched some last night because I was just... S-T-B... Yeah. Wait, Saved by the... S-B-T-B. S-B-T-B. Um, I watched some of the Malibu Sands Club. Yes, which I haven't watched in a long time. Oh, it's great. But what it made me think of compared to Babysitter's Club is that Babysitter's Club, for anyone who read it, there were... There would be every book would be like a pastel color, but then every once in a while there'd be a thick white cover. Interesting. And it would be like a vacation book. So it'd be like a cruise or like something special. And those were really great because they were longer. It was like really exciting. You get to get one of those. And the Malibu Sands Save of the Bell is like the equivalent of the right. white Babysitters Club book. Like it was like a special wow. location. Like I always, I always felt this connection to those two things. So that's yeah, that's interesting. I feel like a lot of those were always exciting. Like the f- other big ones were like, fam- uh, like all of TGIF went to like uh, Disneyland. Yes, or I love like One that. Full House went to Disneyland. But why is that? Like, why is it so exciting? And I agree, but it's like it's just exciting it's so to weird. see them in a different world. It is, but also it's always like the worst because. They might put a laugh check in or they might not. So it's awkward. Like I think on Full House they don't put one in and that's weird because it's like a very silent episode of Full House. And now for a very silent episode of Full House. Yeah, it feels like no one's in it. You know, it's weird. It feels like they're not really acting. But I love those episodes. Yeah, they are great. I remember specifically in the Full House one a moment that I loved, which was when uh, Joey, Dave (laughs) Coulier, goes to um, the Disney, like animation workshop or something and they show it's really weird because they show him somebody draws him yeah i have to remember this it's kind of killing me that it's not coming to me right away somebody draws him and then it becomes animated and starts talking to him wow and it was i need to find that yeah that I guess I assume that somebody made that just a YouTube it's got, clip it, For online. sure, it's a clip. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, That's amazing. That really stuck out. Because I was like really into drawing and cartoons oh, and stuff. Oh, so it really hit home for And him. Joey was cool. He was the funniest he, one. He was the funny one. And let's talk about him. Why was his humor so childish? Like, if you were friends with him and he was doing like all those voices and shit, you'd want to punch him. You'd want to murder him. Like, he's the worst. He's not funny. He's a terrible <laughs> comedian. He does nine-year-old humor. Like, it's terrible. He only does, he only references cartoons from the 60s. Right, yeah. It's so bad. It was like all Popeye. Yeah, it's Popeye and then that Woodchuck character, which is miserable. Yeah, Mr. Woodchuck. Like, he must be, like, mentally challenged in some way. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he was also, because before Full House, he uh, hosted a show called Out of Control. Yes, I remember that. And I remember that, too. And Cut It Out was part of that. Uh, Cut It Out was part of that. That's his catchphrase. And, in fact, I... I think either a friend gave it, I think a friend gave it to me or I found it 
And I feel bad if it was a friend and he's listening. <laughs> and now I made him. Like, I found it. <laughs> but um, this, the, you, know, you remember that there are those books that were like uh, teach you how to do things, like those fun sort of books. Like they'd come with like um, kush balls, oh, yeah. like how to make like, like and like magic tricks, yeah, like magic juggling. Tricks, yeah. That. So there was one for mouth sounds. Oh, how to make mouth sounds, and I have it, and it comes with a very thin. One of the pages is actually a vinyl <laughs> record, and you can put it on, wow. and you can listen to it. A page is a record. Like it, 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 it like it's fits into the book, but it's an actual wow. it's like a record. It's like square shaped. And I listened to it <laughs> and it's amazing because it's like cricket. Like oh, they, wow, it's just weird. like 20 minutes of that. But then I looked the guy up. I forget his name, but it's called Mouth Sounds. <laughs> and it's him and Dave Coulier together on the set of Out of Control. And it's part of it. And they're going... It's a competition between making sounds. That's amazing. It's really great. So he had all these skills, and then he just brought them to Full House, and the writers were like, we're going to include all these great impressions you do. Yes. That's so crazy. And I guarantee that as it got more popular and as his contract got bigger and he would could make his own like demands, that it was like, we need to work in my Popeye. Oh we my need God. to work, why right? Would he wa- yeah, for sure. But like, Why? Like, I'm just confused. Like, did he hate that experience or love it? I don't know. I mean, I think that's a very specific one, too, because Bob Saget's also like... He a, also probably hated everything. Yeah, he's like a, a, I guess, a dirty comedian. I don't yeah. know. People say he's like dirt, but I feel like that's like... It's a comedian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most comedians are right, dirty. Unless you're, you're purposefully doing it dirty to, like, get the, the image of not being dirty away yeah, from Yeah, I don't know if he... I wonder if he went to that extreme after being like America's Funniest Home Videos and like all that stuff. Like, I mean, I'm sure he was a comedian before all that and got those gigs through that. But like, do you think he went like over the deep end with being dirty after that? Like to kind of like be like, I'm not Danny Tanner. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Or Manny Tanner, his evil brother in one episode. Okay. So remember when Michelle had her twin come to town and it was her Greek twin, but it was her cousin, but it was. Oh, Jesse. Yeah. 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 It was Uh, Stavros. Uncle Stavros. Yeah. Cousin Stavros. (laughs) (laughs) And the little baby, uh, like the other Olsen twin wore a brown wig. No. And was her cousin. Oh my God. It was a long brown wig. Oh. I love it so much. And wasn't like Stavros sort of like gross? Didn't he do something a little bit sleazy yeah. or something? Yeah. The name even sounds creepy, but I yeah. can't remember. I think they have a Greek wedding and they throw plates on the ground. Yeah. That for sure happens. I mean, <laughs> I think. I mean, I think that might happen. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, yeah. I so wonder great. if you, if you're like in this show, if you're in Babysitter's Club, that might be, is that like that, like, because we're talking about Bob Saget, like, pushing that image away. I wonder what their lives are now after having been in. Yeah. I mean, I looked up a bunch of them when I was watching this a few months ago, and I, I wish I could remember which one it was, who she's done a bunch of acting stuff, but, like, the other ones, there was, like, no information. Like, they just dropped off the planet. I yeah. don't know. I wonder how they got involved with this. Well, it's similar to, I did a, an episode with Mike Still where we watched um, You Can't Do That on Television. Yeah, great show. And... Which is a very specific show, sort of like this. It was like, I mean, that was made in Canada. But then the the uh, one of the writers from the show got in contact with me because he was like, "Yeah, uh, I listened to it, and I did one with him." But I wonder That's if, so like, cool. I wonder if one of oh my these, god, I would love for one of them to come on your show. If listen, if you're out there, Jesse or any of the other Christy, characters, Christy, Don, Stacy, Mallory. <laughs> 
Uh, Claudia. Who were your favorite? Who was your favorite character? My favorite growing up was Claudia because she loved candy and I love candy too. And she's artsy. And so she was like a painter and she was like really unique. And I liked that. That's another genius thing about this is, and another reason why girls probably liked it is they probably had a a bunch of different type of characters that sort of fit in any type of girl. It's so true. Um, Stacy was from, I can't remember now. I'm going to miss up. No, Dawn was from California and she was like hippy dippy. Right. And Stacy was her then they became stepsisters um, through the books. Their parents got married. Whoa. And Stacy has alert. diabetes. Right. And they cover that on the show also. There's an episode where she eats too much sugar and she has to go to the hospital. Um, but they each have like a different thing. Like Christy's like a kind of butch tomboy sort of character. And I mean, I on the show, she comes off very, like, very much like a lesbian to me. I don't know if you picked up on that mm-hmm. at all, but I thought that she was a lesbian in training. Right. And then Mallory's like a dork loser. So someone can relate to that. <laughs> she has yes. like nine brothers and sisters. And then Jessie's black. I don't know. She doesn't really have that money. She's ballet, but there's not much about her that's really specific. They're like, oh, that's the black. Man. It kind of is like that, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and Marianne's like really timid and she's like shy and nice. And I think I covered them all. Ugh, but yeah. I don't like the sh- t- shy and nice one. I know. I hate her. Ugh. She's the worst. Why is she the worst? She- she's a pushover and she's afraid to speak up for herself and it comes into play like all the time. Ugh. It's like. Just stand up for yourself. I I looked and they, I guess there used to be however many characters then over the 15, 20 years that this existed, they added more and more characters. So there might be ones that you don't even know about. That would be really weird to me because I read hundreds of the books for sure. Like, I mean, I would love to know how many there are, but I remember I had like a ton of them. I wonder if they got, because I watched, um, there was Ghostbusters, obviously, and then there the cartoon, there was a cartoon Ghostbusters, yeah. but then like when I was, I think maybe late middle school, early high, early high school, where I'd still watch a bunch of TV, there was uh, like the next generation of Ghostbusters, yeah. and there was like one in a wheelchair. Wow. And they sort of like try to make it more like, um, I f- feel like educational in that yeah, way, too. Yeah, like, and they're busting or, ghosts, but... But let's... And even handicapped people can do this. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember um, the BK Kids Club Burger King? Yes, of course. They had Wheels, who was right. in a wheelchair, and that... And, um, that's pretty much the only thing I wanted to say about that. <laughs> that was also around the time that I was very invested in this. I yeah, I guess it, kids th- club meal. That was like really in the politically correct era. Of yeah, we we're, we have to cover all this stuff or we're bad people. Totally. But um, at the same time, the company is like a terrible company. That's yeah, they like, make you eat garbage. Yeah, and like, it's just it causes birth defects. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sorry, so my sponsors. Of- I know Burger King's a sponsor, <laughs> but I got to speak the truth. <laughs> I ate so much Burger King growing up and McDonald's. I ate, we went to uh, Pizza Hut sometimes and mm-hmm. I remember we'd go te- have tennis lessons. We'd t- take tennis lessons. We'd go to the Sizzler afterwards. Ooh, nice. Which I I don't remember what the, I've passed one. I think there's one there's here. There's one here on like Highland or something. I've definitely driven by. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should go before I leave town. It's probably going to be kind of good, right? I mean uh, like, God, do those things always end up being bad? Like you think it's gonna be really good? I like I want some fried chicken, but I'm afraid it's gonna be really terrible. Like I want like Popeyes because yeah. that used to be so good. I had uh, for the first time. I think it was Jack in the Box. I had Jack in the Box here. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I was in a Jack in the Box commercial, so maybe I shouldn't say that. But uh-huh. I uh, sorry, uh-huh. but I don't like the food. I tried to eat it and didn't like it. Yeah, I, you know, it's like it's fast food. It just but the only here's what's good though: Chick Fil A, really mm. good. I know that they don't like gay people, and that's a huge issue, right? But I didn't even hear. I didn't even know what Chick Fil A was until that became an issue, and then I 
ate some of it unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it was worst. viral advertising it kind of was it was like backwards like i feel bad but it tastes really good and then also really good out here is in and out have you had in and out okay good not that's, on this trip but i've yeah. had it many a time it's really good and it tastes good when you eat it and, it's and that's nice. what it is right wow i can't believe you hate gay people enough to no. eat no I'm, I'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding yeah i remember i was uh that was i was i had never even really heard of that either but when that story happened, I was in the South, so I saw it everywhere. Oh, yeah. And I was shaking my fist. Yeah, it was crazy. But well, I was saying, do you, you know, Fran? Yeah. Uh, I was staying at her, uh, Fran Glassby, I was staying at her place, and I left her a gift certificate for, for, uh, for uh, this grocery store, like a health food store. Mm-hmm. And she told me afterwards that she doesn't shop there anymore because it, they, like, are anti-gay there. Jeez. And I was like, why is well, everyone anti-gay? And why, is, why do they have to let everyone know? Who even, like, why is that part of your situation? Yeah, how does she know that they're anti-gay? Why is that, why do they have to make that part of what they do? Like, just sell your product. Who cares who yeah. buys it? Well, it's just when that owner slips up and they say, you know, I don't like gay people. But that's the, that seems to be the main thing people who run stores don't like. Yeah. Like, Urban Outfitters, <laughs> like, they don't like gay people, I think. That was a thing. Which seems really weird. I mean, I just don't understand. Yeah, I feel like you have to, like, you're gay when you walk in. And yeah, you become gay like, when you walk in. <laughs> yeah, it's like a gay place. <laughs> it's for gay people. Yeah, I mean, I've been in gay clubs and they're pretty much like uh, whatever store we just said that I already forget. <laughs> I was thinking American Apparel, but I was like, no, that's like uh, young girls. That's yeah, that's thing. also creepy in a that's, weird way. That's a really creepy one, too. Everyone's fucked up. Guys, you you shouldn't think of people that way. You should think of in the, in the Babysitter's world, Club world where everything's anytime there's a diversity issue or whatever we need we come together to celebrate we we learn from Mm -hmm. it um yeah like i mean i feel like i have more knowledge about american sign language than i did before for sure um did you ever um have to did you learn any american sign language no i think i i'm trying to think if i ever had to sign it like in chorus or something like sign a song but i I feel like that might have been a thing but beyond that no but i have a friend who uh was very involved with sign language and like took it during we had it at my high school as an like an option for language and she took it and then she kept studying it and we were recently in new york and these people came up to us on the street like while we were walking somewhere and they were signing while talking and they were asking for directions and then she signed back and gave them directions and i was like so impressed and they were here for like they were in new york for like a deaf conference or something and i was like I was so blown away. It was like very cool. That's it's like when someone just like busts out another language. You're like you speak another language. This is unreal. Yeah, that's so that's so great. Yeah. Like Do you a, speak anything else? Mm, I mean, I took like seven years of Spanish. You think I would? Yeah. Right? No. Is that really sad? It's really sad. I did it for seven years, and I did Italian for a year and a half of college, which was really hard. And I'm thinking though that I want to do. I want to take Spanish lessons. I think it's a good thing. I feel like it's an important thing to be able to do. It would be awesome. But then whenever like. I I still remember like sometimes uh, I'll hear things or I'll remember, but I'd feel like so uncomfortable if like I was talking to somebody and then I broke that out. Yeah, it'd be like, He's all right, here's this white guy so like saying weird. "gracias." Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. But like, I also feel like I can understand a lot of Spanish, but I could never try to speak yes. it. Like, I could never confidently conjugate a verb in right. front of someone. Like, that just Those stresses sotros. me out. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of confusing. Well, yeah. I, I spent a semester in the Czech Republic. Oh, okay. just dropping well, that. All right, seeming cool. <laughs> but we took language lessons every day and we i lived with a family 
And by the end of like three and a half months, I could get around and like re- not like I couldn't have a deep conversation, yeah. but I could like get around, interact with people throughout the day. And that's a like amazing. Part. Yeah. And it was like I have the capability, but we're just so lazy. Like we just don't, we don't want to use our brains. Yeah. We don't need to. So why would we? Yeah. I think that I think about that, even though I remember there was like some commercial where they said, like your memory, like when, like, you know, how you can remember any song or whatever, like how do yes. where do these songs come from? But like, that's like the tiniest part of your memory is like where you keep all these songs that you remember and you could just know every song and it still would not even feel like any part of your brain. It doesn't use up like anything. Right. And that blows my mind. And when Gab, you know, Gabby Gifford, that woman who was shot, yes, political person, she was shot. And I watched this 2020 thing that's on so her real. and the way where they showed like her recovery and a lot of the like the way that she started speaking again and like getting back to being herself was by singing songs. Like she, they would start to sing a song and she would sing along, even though she couldn't speak. I mean, that's, that's amazing. crazy. Well, I I feel that I have an infinite bank of TV show songs and jingles. Like I oh, remember, yeah. I remember like the skip it thing or like skip it, yeah, skip it. Like they'll just <laughs> pop it, but it'll also be like when I when it pops up in my brain, I have to sing it. Like yeah. I just do. So I'm constantly like like ah oh, bubblicious, like, you know, like or all these like uh, six feet of bubble gum for you, not them. Like, for you, not that, them. Yeah, and that's so like that sucks. That's- you know, like like that's so like I, I feel like. I've gotten as far as I can with it. Like it's actually worked itself into my life in a good way. But like I, there's so much more important stuff that could be, I could be using my brain. I love that though. I have, I have the same with like with TV knowledge or TV trivia and like theme songs. I could sing pretty much any theme song. Yeah. I can do commercials. I heard one, someone brought up one recently that blew my mind because I had forgotten about it, but big red. Oh, longer with big red, the big red freshness lasts right through it. Your fresh breath goes on and on while While you chew chew it. Say goodbye a little longer. longer. I mean, like i know that's real that was really good yeah it's like it's but i thought say goodbye a little longer was like a really great say goodbye a little yeah well that's the other thing i feel like those were now we don't have time for like jingle you know like tv shows don't have the songs or whatever and it's really annoying but like the jingles were good. I mean, they were they. Well, they were great. I mean, they're catchy. I mean, they're literally stuck in. They my live brain. there forever. And Alan Thicke wrote yes. the Growing Pains the theme ones. song, which is fantastic. And he wrote other ones too. I can't remember which one. I think he wrote just the Ten of Us or something. He did a couple other ones. But like, that's amazing. And those are things like I don't know why we have no time for this anymore. Like that's something that like we all love that. And what, yeah. what do, do kids shows have them? I don't even know. Like I know SpongeBob. Like there are some shows that do, but I don't think every show has one yeah. anymore. I hope they do because it's such a good. It's so important. Yeah, I know. I don't know why, (laughs) but like not at all. But (laughs) but yes, very much so. It just brings you back to the time. Yeah. Well, I feel like yeah, uh, auditory memory and when I have smell sense memories, where that'll be like, oh yeah, that's that'll take you back. Definitely. Oh god, but kids don't even have smell sense memories. I have a weird sense memory attached to Babysitters Club. Let's hear it. I had just rented one of them. And at the same day, my parents had bought me a new nightstand to go next to my bed. And it, my dad was building it while I was watching it in the den where he was making the nightstand. And I can smell the material Whoa. correlating with this show. Wow. So it's very random. but That's great. I have uh, not a smell memory, but I remember when I wa- went to see uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in theaters. Yes, classic. Um, I had <laughs> bought similar. I had bought 
Batman pajamas that weren't the classic Batman outfit, but they were black and they had like a, a drawing of Batman on it. And I Ooh. was throughout the whole movie, which I enjoyed, I was so excited to wear <laughs> that. Uh, so now That's anytime so I wear that now, I have to watch <laughs> Every the time movie. you squeeze into those. Yeah. I always think that's like a funny thing when I think back to being a kid and remembering stuff like that. I'm like, so every little kid around me is having this experience now where they're thinking all these different things. Like, it's really easy to forget that about little kids. Like, yeah. they have so much going on in their head and things they're excited about and things they're nervous about. The whole time that you're like, shut up, do well, your thing. Remember how like we were talking, uh, talking about how you, when you were a kid, you wanted to feel that important uh, to older people. Yeah. Like, I remember like uh, as a camp uh, kid who went to camp, like older people were so cool. They're, they're the coolest. The coolest. If you're a teenager, you're cool. Yeah. It's That's just, that. It's like, a, they're no losers. No. Like, you're just no way. awesome people just to have that extra couple it's years. so awesome. Like I remember fifth grade was very exciting. Like getting to fifth when grade. You're, and when you're about to be, well, first of all, the fifth graders were huge when you're a little kid and they yeah. seem so old. And then the when you go to sixth grade, that's, crazy i remember there was a girl in eighth grade who was dating a ninth grader and i thought that was absurd that's nuts it was insane i'm still like, impressed by he's that. in high school yeah like it was yeah. i'm impressed by her though like, <laughs> still, like that means like she was extra cool she must have been like really hot because why would he date an eighth grader yeah that's so impressive yeah. she we should look her up and find yeah i'll try to remember her name she, she, hopefully she's... i remember her hair it was really blonde oh boy mm. all right now yeah, i know I can't what a ninth take grader. It. <laughs> um so now if you had to come up with a drinking game for Babysitters Club to have mm. somebody drink uh, while enjoying it. Okay. What, what, what would you make them drink? The quickest way to get drunk watching this show yes. would be to drink every time you're annoyed. Right. Because you'll be annoyed every 30 seconds at least. But I would say <laughs> drink every time someone's extremely earnest. Right. <laughs> also, whenever they're just excited about the idea of babysitting. Yeah. Whenever sense. they whenever they care, they clearly care more about a kid than um, someone their own age, which is yeah. going to be the whole time, too. Yeah. Um, and what would they be drinking? Oh, you have to have a cool cocktail. Um, it needs to be like something with like lemonade and vodka or something. Right. Like in something a thermos. Like, yeah, that's really cool. That should be like a trend where women just go yeah. thermos. It's like the Sex in the City movie, but they're just drinking. Oh, food. that would be great. If they did a Babysitter's Club movie now. Oh, well, they already did one in the 90s. Whoa. Um, which was really great. And it's not on Netflix, which kills me. I, th I was thinking I have to buy it, actually, because it's really good. Like, Larissa Olenek, who is Alex Mack, she's in it. Mm -hmm. There's so a lot the of like. Same cast. No, it's cast. all new. And it's but really. Same world. Same world, same characters. Um, it's done really well. It's great 90s music. It's oh, awesome. I'll have to um, say that I'm going to check it out. But I Your won't. wife might be interested in this. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, well, when I get back, we're going <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> Actually, I think she, I mentioned that we we're going to be watching this. I, she said she didn't. She didn't know. She, yeah, she didn't know. I think it's, it's it's a cult classic. <laughs> it's a, yeah, what are you, you going to say? It is a cult classic. I do also love the idea of uh, the famous kid in this. Yeah, he was obnoxious. And the magazine was pretty great, too. Okay, yeah, they showed a magazine with this famous kid's picture on it, and Claudia held it up with her hand perfectly covering the last half of the title. Like as if it was, like if you don't have rights for something. Like if it was that... a glamour magazine, they're just covering half of it so you can't tell what it is. It's like, But it was a fake magazine that they made with his picture, so why couldn't they make a fake name for the so magazine? Weird. It was very deliberate. Like she held it clasped over the name. I also like if you are... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about this, but so Danny, uh, uh, no, uh, what's his name? Master Derek Masters is so famous, and her mom, his mom, calls uh, Jesse to babysit. Now, if you're that big, do you get a different type of babysitter, or do you do you go like, to what? 
like what is happening with this kid in general? Yeah, like, that whole everything about it was ridiculous. Well, there are no parents there the entire time. Never saw parents except we did see the parent of the deaf child who was a terrible actress. Terrible actress, and she was white, and he was I think, and he Hispanic. was like Indian. I, oh yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we just both got races there. <laughs> we were so off. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll never know because we didn't see the dad. So yeah. it's really hard to tell. Yeah, it is hard to tell what the situation is. Maybe he was just tan. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Because <laughs> he's, he's deaf and he's like, I just want to go to the beach. Like, that's, that's his thing. He's just hanging out. But yeah, the, there were no, there were like, zero, that was the only parent you saw. And it was like, like you'll take care of him and i'll just like the i'll parents... leave you yeah they're really not a part of it i mean in the book there is a lot of stuff about the parents because there's div- uh, multiple divorces and remarriages happening in the books Whoa. um which are stressful because like christy her dad gets remarried and you saw her little sister with the blonde hair and glasses right and she has to like live with all these other people now and it was like hard for wow. her and so she goes back and forth between her mom and dad's house and so that's probably relatable to a lot of kids but yeah i guess yeah, yeah it goes back to the scholastic thing of like let's let's show the real let's get everybody's experience everybody was covered and there was uh there were two uh, book cameos in here there were three mm-hmm. but i didn't recognize one of them there was a goosebumps cameo there was clifford the big red dog yeah and then maybe one more yeah, but, the, the other big book. But yeah, I, I didn't know, know what it was. was. But they were all scholastic, hardcore. I loved Clifford. Yeah, I loved Clifford. He was great. And do you remember that in the first book? I don't know if you had it, but he was the runt of the litter. Yes, which is so... He was so cute when he was really little. Cute. Wait, I really, really held on to that when I was little. I loved that he was so tiny. Yeah. It was so cute. Then he became so giant. Yeah. I went to a pool party in second grade or something that where there was um did you ever go to pool parties where there was like a big inflatable thing in the deep end and you would jump off it okay this was like a thing so like people would like rent this it was like at the ymca it would rent a like giant cliff for the bigger dog inflatable and it was tied to like the sides of the pool but i couldn't swim so i couldn't go on it wait you couldn't swim no that's a bummer i know it was really sad i couldn't swim forever can you swim now decently but i still get nervous uh, i have a friend who teaches uh swimming and he teaches people who are scared of sw- like oh adults my god are- i could i would qualify i've never like i've never how would you say dove i've never dove divin. divin i don't know what the fuck it dove. is i never dove I in head first like i can't dive right i can jump holding my nose nice i have very limited skills yeah. i can't swim underwater for any longer than like two seconds all right well i'll hook you up I'm, I, I, here's the thing i was thing. thinking it could be interesting to do that as like an experiment yeah slash be a better person but i'm also really scared and don't want to so that's the that's other fine. part <laughs> <laughs> yeah but imagine if i was like listen you have to learn how to swim i'm i'm like decent like i, I won't like die or anything but I do get nervous in like a, if I had to like be in deep, deep water for a long time, like I would never want to go in the ocean where I can't, right. I don't want to just be in the ocean. But do you specifically have a memory that caused it? Like, did you have a bad experience? Um, I was just very stubborn as a child with learning it. I was just always scared. And then like, I would, I would quit everything I ever did when nice. I was little. Like I would do every activity, but then quit it because right. I wasn't very good. So like I quit like many types of dance and many music things, but <laughs> I like had to swim and then my mom used to be a swim instructor when she was in college it was very frustrating to her that i wouldn't learn but i was just so stubborn i like could not be and then every summer my dad would try to teach me again and i'd basically get to the exact same point with it and then not get further you were given all the tools but you're like yeah no no i was just a brat and then like in high school we had to swim in school really oh the worst freshman year 
and maybe other years, but you had to go in the pool for like part of gym. Like there was just like a few months that were swimming and you were in the pool every day. It was the fucking worst for a lot of reasons. Cause you're, it's boys and girls. Yeah. You're in your bathing suit. You have to wear a one piece, which is really ugly. And then uh, we had to jump in the pool and I just pretended I knew how to swim on the first day of it and jumped right in like off the dive. Everyone had to dive off the dive board, like the first like part of it. So I just jumped and then I was my first time ever doing that, but I didn't tell anyone. I just like got out and I mean, it, it was really dangerous. I shouldn't wow. have done that. But that also is, I feel like that'd be so awkward for all the kids. Like nobody it wants was, like, that's the age where you're just like, I don't want to show no, anybody anything. No. And like, I think, and I haven't thought about this really, but for girls, you have new situation downstairs right. that you're dealing with. I don't remember ever dealing with that. So <laughs> I don't know how that was working out with my bathing suit. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of things happening. Periods. It's new. Everything's new. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Well, and, <laughs> <laughs> and pubic hair. Right. Yeah. Because you're not getting it waxed yeah, or something. Yeah, you're not like, hey. No I one know. knows what the fuck to do with yeah. that. I'm sure people had it sticking out and we all were just like, whatever. Oh, wow. And that's yeah. gross. But. I think I could be wrong about this. I could be wrong and I'd feel bad, but I think my dad once mentioned that in 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 maybe middle school or something that they all had to swim like naked. <gasps> is that right? Where is he from? He uh, from he grew up in he was born in Brooklyn but raised in Queens. Well, how old were they? Like little, like middle school? Or? Yeah, like middle school, high what? school. Or oh, something. that's can you imagine that? That's the worst time to be naked. Dad, if I'm I mean, he's I don't think he would. Listen to this, but, <laughs> he listens to every. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> but wouldn't that be? Um, imagine that. That would be. That's torture. That would be. Br- that's child abuse. That's uh, that's abuse. The bathing suits alone were enough. It was like. Like you're, you can see nipples. It's bad. You don't. No one wants that. Exposed. Yeah, I would never show. I would never be shirtless in front of girls. Oh, and trying to change in the locker room was the worst. Like you're trying to like cover yourself, but you have to get fully naked. Ugh. Really bad. What are you doing, school? Don't make anyone do this. That was torture. I hated it. Oh God. Oh man. I cried to my mom many nights about that. I'm sorry. Thanks. <laughs> That's all I came here for. <laughs> well, we got to the bottom of it in this hard-hitting uh, podcast. Um, oh well, thank you so much for watching Babysitter's Club with me. Thank you for watching it. Um, is there, If there's anything you want to plug or anything you want to just say to the listeners, just let them know in general. You guys, listen to old theme songs. really good. Oh, if you want to watch something fun on YouTube, this is what you should watch if you okay. love TV. Go watch the finale scenes, series finale scenes of Dinosaurs. Yep. Golden Girls Ooh, I didn't say and that. Full House. These are three amazing finale scenes. That's all I want to say. And also watch House of Lies. <laughs> <laughs> so check those out. And I just recommend that Mouth Sounds guy on Out of Control. <laughs> and I might have mentioned one other thing, but there's so much good stuff. Those are oh, great. Oh, the uh, Dave Coulier at Disneyland, the drawing thing. Oh, I got to see that. Check yeah. it out. I'll be, I'll be looking that check up. Check it out, guys. <laughs> um, thanks so much, Lauren Lapkus. I Thank appreciate you. it. Bye. Bye. Uh, I'd like to thank my guest, Lauren Lapkus, for dropping by and watching The Babysitter's Club with me. It was a blast to talk about that, to talk about uh, old jingles, jangles, and all that other stuff. Uh, What a uh, stand-up gal really is. Um, So thanks for listening. If you're a fan, follow uh, me on Twitter if you want, only if you want, at Craig Rowan. Become a fan on Facebook. It's that episode. And... um, you know, leave a review on iTunes if you feel like it. But if you don't, just do whatever you're doing right now. Uh, I assume you are eating a bag of Cheetos. I don't know if that's true, but now you're hungry for them. I mentioned them. That's how they do it. Once they're mentioned, you have to get some. Uh, this show is sponsored by Cheetos. That's not true. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos. Amigos.